Hello and welcome back to the podcast. We are on our final episode of season two. And to finish this season off, we thought what better way than to recap the top seven shadiest moments of season two. Now, if you're wondering why top seven, good question. We also are. Because honestly, episode 27 to stop things, just I'm not a big fan of odd numbers so it feels more even if we pick an odd number for these top shady stories so if that made sense for you I I feel you that it makes sense in my head so let's get into and these are in no particular order no we don't have a favorite but if we did it could be the first one but we're not saying that but it could be yeah and so we're going to start off strong and hopefully you remember a lot of these moments and you can reflect, re- back. reflect back with us. Starting with our Mexico trip. Now, we did a whole episode dedicated to this trip because it was that shady. Mm-hmm. So let's just go through a few of those things that happened. We started off right off the bat from mm-hmm. day one when we got to Mexico. We, we stepped one, one toe, toe into that water and all hell broke loose. Yeah. First of all, a random woman punched someone that was at the wedding with us mm-hmm. in the face. Yep, straight in the face, skin to skin contact. <laughs> I didn't skin, skin to, to mic contact. contact. Um, it was nuts. It was crazy. You would think it was all over a pool float, if you remember too. Just a little floaty. Um, pun not intended. And we need to. We need to. Patent that. Yeah, yeah. No one no one take that from us. Um, and also right after that, following that, those people evacuated, so we were like, all right, we're good, we're safe. Let's Everything's fine. We're gonna get a drink. Start this vacation right. Yeah, let's have just, a good time. Let's try again. Next thing you know, we're evacuating mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. there's vomit in the pool. Yep. We jumped over a barrier in the pool. There was a barrier that I leaped over. And swim as, as you, fast as possible. There was no other option. There was no other way. There was no other options. There, there were options. I could have swam around said barrier. Um, but that just wouldn't have been dramatic. Quickly. We had to think on our feet. And we did what we had to do. And another thing followed that pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Because a lady started throwing our things off the chair. For no reason. Pool. For no reason other than... It's kind of unprovoked. She, it was super unprovoked. She just wanted a, a reason... What? A fight. Yeah, she wanted to start <laughs> a fight. And I stand by how I acted and how I handled myself. Because you know what? I was phased, but I deserved... You were provoked. I deserved to be upset and because I was provoked. If you don't recall Brittany's reaction, go back and watch that episode. It was a good episode. I'm still not over it. I think the final cherry on top of what really made this one of the top seven shadiest moments was the bug that left me out of my room. Yeah. And when I say that, I mean genuinely. This bug laughed at me in the dark. I had no clue where it was. Never found it, by the way. Mm-hmm. But... It made me physically pack my bags with Evan and move in the middle of the night. Yeah. And it doesn't get shadier than that, honestly. This bug was doesn't. top. I would put 
this bugs in particular at the number one spot. The for shadiest this person of the season. I mean, he quite literally said, get the fuck out. And, and I did. And you did. You listened. You had. Disrespectfully. I was not happy about yeah, it. Yeah. You had no, nothing to do, but just had to comply. I had no choice. Mm. And that, that really does put the cherry on top of that, that trip. That trip. I mean, it was a great trip. Fond memories of our time in Mexico. However, a lot of shadiness. Which brings us to another trip we took that is probably in one of the top shadiest moments because we had our Lollapalooza episode where we had guests on and they shared arguably some of the shadiest moments of the season as well. Starting with, if you remember, Swaco talking about how he stole the golf cart from his school. Mm. I believe it was in high school. And crashed it and never got caught because they didn't have cameras at the school. I mean, bold of him to share such a story that is so niche. Um, could easily, easily incriminate him. Yeah, it could. It could. I think, he's, I think he's okay. I feel as if the administration of his school might not be listening. But in the rare case that they are, let's just let him off the hook. Let's just, I think you have to at that yeah, point. Let's just laugh. Let's all giggle about it, and move forward with our lives. Well, hopefully he's taking better care of the cyber truck he just got. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's from Elon Musk is making these cyber trucks, but Swaco just actually posted that he was one of the first people to get this truck. And inside of it, you can actually, and I don't know if it was made for artists or something, but you can actually make music inside of this truck. I mean, that's sick. It has a app or whatever that you can On literally the make the music and there's microphones in the car so you can record your voice and put it onto the music. I mean, talk about innovative. That, that is. That's really cool. Where was that when carpool karaoke was happening? That was genius. I know. And it's too bad we didn't mm-hmm. think of it. It really is. It, it's it it's is. just a shame. Well. Hopefully, Swaco is not crashing this like he did the golf cart. Mm-hmm. Another shady thing shared in the same episode from an artist that came on was when Young Gravy really pleaded deep within the soul of the camera and guests and audience alike that he wanted to date Sofia Vergara. Yes. And he recently, there's updates with this too, tagged her. He had a post of him with a woman's pregnant belly. He doubled down. And he tagged her as the pregnant belly. He, what is the saying? Doubled down? He doubled down on. You said it, right? Did I? Yeah. That's the saying. I was questioning myself there for a second. He just wants to shoot a shot. He was literally. He wanted a shot to be heard. Insinuating that she was pregnant with this baby. But it makes sense because. Mm-hmm. He has a new song coming out with Jesse McCartney called Make a Baby. And it's actually out today if you're listening to this on Friday. So I'm kind of, I want to listen to it. I do too. Mainly because like I I haven't heard Jesse McCartney in so long. Really? I, I mean, I I kind of listen to some of his songs. Like the, I know some of the old stuff, but like I didn't really realize he was still making music. And now I'm like, Definitely the old. I need to go. I go listen to this absolutely i mean 
it's almost summer or at least almost spring. Nice out. A good old young gravy bop. Who doesn't love a young gravy <laughs> bop? I know I, for one, am all about the bops that he provides. And this could take the cake as we'll the best We'll have to bop. find out. We'll have to find out. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of artists and shade from this season, another big thing that happened was SpongeBob and Ariana Grande came out that they were dating. Mm -hmm. And she actually just did an interview this week talking about this exact drama that was occurring, which it's her first time since we brought this up at the beginning of the season, I feel, really talking about this or alluding to it at all. And... Her consensus was basically the tabloid spun a narrative to make her look bad. And you know how tabloids are kind of thing. I think that there was a lot of facts reported and maybe skewed. And maybe some non-truths were shared. I definitely think people shared their opinions. Yes, opinions were shared. Let's just do the facts. And the facts are... SpongeBob had a wife that he just had a baby with. And now SpongeBob doesn't is divorced from said wife. Doesn't have a wife. Um, and he now he's with Ariana Grande. So I'm not trying to draw conclusions. But I am not. Those are the facts. I'm not saying what my opinion is here. Maybe I don't even have an opinion. I mean, I can't really watch SpongeBob in peace anymore, but... To say I it's, have an opinion would be a stretch. The way that this man has completely lost his identity and is, in fact, just SpongeBob, SpongeBob. in people's minds I is mean, actually crazy. I mean, yeah. But I, the I don't see a problem with it. <laughs> the consensus, though, overall, even after this interview, and I think along the entire census came out till now, the consensus is people are not buying it. So that's the consensus. And that brings us to something else that people aren't buying. Mm-hmm. And one of the shittiest things from this season was the MGM cyber attacks. Now, I don't know if you remember this, but briefly a little recap. MGM was put under attack from their mm-hmm. technology. They had no access to their technology. People couldn't check into the hotels. Their casinos were down. And... They had to pay a ransom in order to get control of their technology back. And it kind of leads us to not a cyber attack, but allegedly could have been. People are definitely speculating. We don't really know what happened. It just happened. So this has been going on all season up until now. AT&T just went out this past week. And we have no answers. We have we don't some answers of um, what did they say? They were expanding They're their expanding network. expanding their network, and that was supposedly the reason that this happened. But people are not buying that. I mean, they're always expanding. That's all you see on the commercials. We're expanding more towers, more network, more cellular data. And, I mean, what do they think? That's been happening since cell phones were invented. Yeah. <laughs> all they've done is expand their networks. So why the problem happened? now? Right. So people are not buying that. And especially, I think, more so now because that movie that came out on Netflix 
literally warned about this exact scenario and that didn't listen technology coming under attack would be like the easiest thing to do from an outside source and it's happened this entire season but now it's directly affecting not just businesses but individuals so maybe now people are going to start believing it i mean all i've got to say is if we're buying anything we should be buying maps because that was my takeaway from the situation that I need to prepare myself. I need to stay vigilant and stay ready and have a map in my car at all times. You can never be too careful. No, you really can't. When this occurred, people were literally getting lost because they had no access to their GPS. I saw a girl on TikTok. She was leaving Disneyland late at night, had no service, no connection to Wi-Fi. She didn't know where she was going. She went through a drive-thru and had to beg to use their phone. I don't even think they let her use their phone. Don't know how she made it home. I believe she's safe because she did post the TikTok. So, I mean, interesting that in crisis, she felt the first solution, solution was, was to, to film it. Film video. That's just, I That's think. That's life these days. It truly is. I mean, I was stuck in an elevator once and I did start filming parts of it. I, I don't know. See. It would, but we had been in there for a little while. I, we were in there for like over an hour or so, a video or two. I just felt like I needed proof to show the front desk when what occurred. What what occurred? I don't blame you, but mm-hmm. I think all this goes to just say that we have been warning about technology, season From- one, season two, and here we are, and we're talking about it still because another thing that was pretty shady that just happened. We've been talking about AI. We've talked about it the last two seasons. A new AI just came out called Sora, which takes text and turns it into video. And we talked about before there was an AI that took text and made it into pictures. But this is taking it into video. So much so that Tyler Perry just announced this week He's halting the production of his $800 million expansion in Atlanta where he was going to be making studios and more things to record movies. And he's halting it now because of this mind-blowing technology. And he said, basically, why do we need sets? I can just make a movie from my computer. I mean, I don't think SAG-AFRA is going to be happy about this. And they'll have to take it up with him Mm -hmm. because it's, I think this is going to be a real issue, which all along we've been saying and warning about, but especially now because again like that you then you don't need actors you don't need a set you don't need a sound guy you don't need anything this technology will do it all for you so it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out it's time will tell we're uh, living in it again let's let's see what happens but speaking of mind-blowing things we had that on our podcast this season when we did our tarot readings that was and that was thing. yeah one of our favorite I think episodes shout out to Brandy but we did our tarot readings and honestly I just wanted to bring this back up as really not a shady thing but a spooky thing because we're gonna keep that going right and next right. season we shall have more spooky things come October we are no longer just a little shady we are just a little spooky period and we plan to stick with that exactly and a little fun fact Tyler the medium mm saw brandy's post that she came on and liked it so maybe just maybe we could get him a little bit of luck and a lot of manifesting let's all just spiritual connection yes some spiritual connection let's all think about it let's all visualize it manifest that he comes to the podcast in season three 
and we have the most insane readings of all time. I actually, have you watched his show on Netflix? I haven't, but. You thought our readings with Brandy mm-hmm. were intense? I cry every time I watch his show on Netflix. We need that. We need that energy here. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Immediately. Well, well, speaking of spiritual connections, another shady thing that happened this past season on the podcast, a lot of animal talk mm. per usual, but because I was constantly running into and having to save distressed animals and get involved in situations, but it leads to a positive thing that's going on right now. And that is Miss Peaches, mm, the Dave, icon, Dave Portnoy's new adopted dog, the icon taking over the internet. And this is really what it's all about. Miss Peaches raised $277,000 for Lifeline Animal Hospital by selling sweatshirts and shirts with her face on it. And I mean, who wouldn't want to buy a sweatshirt with Miss Peaches on it? I mean, there are very few people in this world that I would run through a wall for. One of them being Mr. Dan Campbell. I love him. I respect him. I would run through a wall for him. We've heard that before. And I will say it again. I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. Dan Campbell is legendary. And arguably, arguably so is Miss Peaches. I also would run through said wall for Miss Peaches. I'm so glad to hear this because when I first saw this video, I'm so deeply embedded in animal talk. I thought this was going to be niche. Yes. I thought this was going to be something I knew a lot about. Yeah. But a small corner yes. of TikTok where you felt your community. Yes. You were all about Miss Peaches, but not not a known thing to the general public. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I thought that's what this was going to be. And it's not. And I'm so mm-hmm. glad it's not. Because now you can understand. And I hope the you love. just keep getting more and more animal talk. I hope so, too. However, I just made you watch one right before we started filming. You did about cows being set free. So listen, if you if you don't know about this story, six cows broke free from a slaughterhouse, mm-hmm. got away, ran around they the had town. had a leader. And what was it, Mr. Chico? Mr. Chico. Was the leader of the pack. And they got away from the slaughterhouse. They ended up getting rounded back up by the end of the day and brought back. But mm-hmm. the community heard about it. They raised money to get them out of it. So the slaughterhouse agreed. We will let the cows go if a rescue comes and takes them for the money that was raised to set them free. Nobody showed up. So then a few days later, they ended up getting saved. And Brittany was laughing the entire time. I was because, because I couldn't help but compare not that last half of the story of being saved and freed with money um <laughs> but the first half of you know these cows really like hitting the town oh, crashing through walls town. running rogue um and then being rounded up and taken back and their as a leader group. Was and their them. leader was fearlessly running about and Listen. running amok really reminded me of how our friends act in society in society and when we're let loose um, if you were ever curious about how our friends behave, I recommend watching said video and looking at the cows run amok and run <laughs> wild um, along highways, through walls. Don't. <laughs> they do through the walls, but not highways. We've lost a wall or two to our friends. Um, and that just really reminded you of this. Our friends are okay. <laughs> that reminded you of this. But that's when I showed you this and was tearing up. You thought 
I was Miss, giggling. Mr. Chico looks like our friend. It's, he does resemble so, some of them. It's wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I would, um, I think it's a great parallel. Truly. Well, speaking of people that Brittany would run through all for. I, I would. As, as, as Mr. Chico, Chico did. <laughs> we need to talk about the lions. How could we not? And this really was a huge part of our season. It really did turn us into... A sports podcast. It's solidified that we are. We should now move the podcast into the sports, sports category. category, and that's just it. That's just the facts. Couldn't agree more. And it really it expanded our horizons. We talked about multiple other sports, mm-hmm. and we will be back talking about this again when the Lions ultimately are in the Super Bowl next season. And we said it last year, but we'll say it again. Twenty twenty five is the year that the Lions win the Super Bowl. One hundred percent. Hard stop. Period. They're going to do it. They had an amazing season. Did it end in a little bit of heartbreak? Was I depressed? Was I in tears after the game? Yes, you took it much better than I did. I cried after the game, and I thought about it for a long time. I didn't talk about it for a long time, but I'm ready to talk about it now. And we're a good team. I think we would have won the Super Bowl if we were in the Super Bowl this year. And we'll be back to to discuss this in depth and length next season Mm -hmm. and we're excited to share the experience with you guys and you all rooting for the lions as well because we're america's team exactly Mm -hmm. but arguably that was you know we said we weren't gonna rank them this and that them not getting to the super bowl was arguably one of the most shady things it was shady as fuck it was shady i don't agree with it i don't accept it I'm not proud of it, but I am proud of the Lions. They did amazing, and I can't wait to see the energy that they bring to this upcoming season. And we have the draft coming up, too. I was going to say, as we can't wait to see their energy for next season, Mm -hmm. ours is going to parallel theirs for this podcast. Our energy, we're coming back. We're going to do... We're back. We're better. Exactly. Back and Mm -hmm. better than ever for next Mm -hmm. season. And we're going to continue that energy. And to to end mm-hmm. this last episode of the season, we're sharing all these shady things that occurred. We have to end it with these shady stories. They're pretty good. They are. So let's start with shady story number one. I have a friend of a friend who I hang out with in groups often. She has really bad memory loss, but everyone still loves and supports her. I feel sorry for her, but she can be really rude and acts like she deserves special treatment. I'm expected to buy her gifts for holidays, and I'm cool with buying her gifts for Christmas and her birthday, but she always has a bad attitude about them. There was one time I got her a necklace, and she actually liked it, but I knew that next time she would probably hate whatever I got. So when I saw the same necklace in her bathroom cabinet while I was at her house with friends, I decided to take it and give it to her again. She was happy about it and didn't remember that I had given it to her before. I kept doing this trick for a while until one of her friends figured it out and told everyone. I got away with it for a long time, but people were mad at me for tricking her so bad like that. I mean, but was she wrong? I will say this. If this was bringing her joy and happiness, the there is no harm done. No, no harm, harm, no foul. foul. 
And if the other friends didn't tell her, she would have never known. And honestly, I think it was rude for that friend to tell on her because that probably just upset the friend that was getting the gifts. Right. When she could have just continued to live a happy life and get this necklace that brought her joy. joy. And to steal someone's joy, shame on that friend for telling on you. Really shame on that. I, I kind of think this, it's like a little shady, but it's also like, you're bringing this person joy. And if they they're weren't going to like the next gifts, they probably forgot they even had that. Next, they're yes. never going to wear Now they're going to use they it. They were saving money and preserving resources. Like, that is sustainability. sustainability. And who can argue with sustainability? That's a fact. Not me. Truly not me. So kudos to you. Keep doing you. Shady story number two. I've been friends with my boyfriend for about two years, but recently got together about four months ago. Before that, he was in a semi-serious relationship with a girl that he met at school for about seven months. He was nice and all, but honestly, I knew him and I were endgame, and it was just a matter of time. I never expected him to meet anyone because it was always me and him. There was a time when they hit a rough patch, and he was constantly asking me for advice and I was trying to be supportive, but it was hard to hide my real feelings. I would always try to compare how easy our relationship was compared to his and hers, so that it would click in his head that me and him are meant to be. He really liked her, though, and that killed me. So one night, in a drunk attempt, I made a fake Tinder account with his girlfriend's information and made sure to set my location in all my settings to match with the people in our area. Then purposefully swiped whenever his friends would pop up. Eventually, one of his friends let her let him know about her Tinder account while they were dating, and again, he came to me for advice. Although I felt terrible about how much it was affecting him, I did take the opportunity to say that he should end that relationship. And since then, it's been since then it's early. Wait, what? Um. They broke up. The two broke up. So he just did that. And um, a few months later, I shot my shot. And we are more than friends now. And it's been the best time since. But I do carry that on my conscience. Love you, girls. Got a little confusing in the end there. However, I, th- I think she her advice to him was end it now. Because it's early in the relationship instead of later. You're right. But I... I get that. I do think there's no chance you wouldn't carry that on your conscience. I mean, but here's the thing. It's fine. It's dandy. Down the road, when y'all are still in a relationship and, you know, maybe you've had a couple couple of beverages, you're laughing, you're giggling, it's all good times, good vibes, and you, you think to yourself, you know, you know what's funny? You know, you know, when I made that fake Tinder account and that's how we're together and, and look at us now. Like you can never admit No, it. no, it's never going to be a funny little story. It's yeah. going to be, it's going to be, uh, oh, the fuck you did what? Um, but that's okay. We all do things <laughs> in the name of love that we might not be proud of looking back on. And this is one of those things where, you don't necessarily have to be proud of it. You did what you had to do. Um, and now you two are happily together. 
the details of how that happened just don't need to surface. It's a crazy take. I would, <laughs> I will say, if a friend did it for her, better? it would have felt better. Mm-hmm. Because then you could be like, well, I can't control my friend. I mean, they can do what they want. Exactly. They have free will. So maybe if it does ever come to light, it was a friend that did it. It wasn't, it wasn't you. you. Yeah, maybe you just skew the truth. Because <laughs> I don't think that's something that we're above right now with where we're at. Like, the lie right now is big. But it we could, could turn make it into smaller. a white lie. It could yes. turn into a little just detail. But, oh, my friend made it. And, and that's it's less of a big deal. Yeah. And hey, maybe even, maybe even. We're encouraging the worst. You didn't know that they made this fake profile until later. You found when when he brought this information to life for her. I'm helping a girl out. When he came to you, you were hurt that she would have a Tinder. And you know what happened? One of your best friends. Told something that I I would hope my best friend would do for me if if it was needed. Um confirms that your story. Yeah. And says, Yeah, I made it. Mm-hmm. My bad. She I made it. Me. She didn't know. Um, but I saw how bad she was hurting and just, I just knew I had to push, push things forward. But we also don't encourage that. But if it happened, I mean, I don't not encourage it. Okay. I, we did just make you, that up. No, you're doubling down. And I am doubling down. Okay. I, I just think we give good advice sometimes. And this is one of those times. Yes, we are. But you could just leave it be and just say nothing. But I mean, what's the fun in that? Happily ever after. But that's just who's to say (laughs) there are no promises. All right. Shady story. Number three. I work at a law firm in the accounting department with my friend. Today, my friend and I were talking to one of our top attorneys about animals and childhood trauma. I have no clue how we got on that topic. My friend tells us how she's scared of emus and it made me think of a bird that I'm scared of. So I told them the story about it. When I was little, I lived on a dead-end road, and I never really went to the end of the road until I was around eight or so. I took my cute little pink Barbie bike on a ride down the road, and halfway down, right before I would normally turn back, my neighbor's dog comes running down the driveway into the road. The dog is chasing after me and barking, so I ride my bike all the way to the end of the road, where I finally find out what is at the end of the road, a peacock farm. I also found out that peacocks are not friendly that day. I had to turn around on my bike and pedal as fast as humanly possible because now not only was the dog chasing me, but about eight peacocks were chasing me too. So I start pedaling and when I got about halfway back down the road, the dog catches up to me and pushes me off my bike. Now I'm on the ground looking up and see a giant dog and eight peacocks getting closer and I got up and ran home. I had just finished telling my friend and this attorney this part of the story When I continue on and try to tell them that I cried and screamed on the way to tell my grandma, but instead I said, I creamed all the way to my grandma. The attorney had a look of horror. My friend laughed and I kind of did both. I very quickly corrected myself, but I felt very embarrassed to say the least. That's what I get for not doing my work. I mean, what do you think it was like to grow up not knowing what kind of danger lurked at the end of your road? I would have never. I we would have, we would have thought it would be a good idea to go find out. Yes, a long time ago. Right. It would have. It would have been found out well before the age of eight. 
what existed at Correct. the end of that road. Um, I will say the main takeaway from this story to me, and we've talked about this before, and I will I will say this every season, every episode if I need every to. Every day if you have to. These kind of birds, along with alligators, along with a lot of animals, are dinosaurs, in fact, and I don't see why we're okay with it. An emu, specifically an emu, mm-hmm. is a dinosaur. It You cannot tell me otherwise, and it's here right now. And no one sees problem with that. Um, and peacocks, too. And they've always and bothered alligators. me. Alligators have always <laughs> bothered me. Alligators, too, but we don't really have to deal with those here. Peacocks, I vividly remember at the zoo, they just let the peacocks walk around. They have free range and no rules. Not a single fucking rule. (laughs) Of all the animals, they can do whatever they want. And I don't get it. Yeah. A peacock. I want to see a peacock. (laughs) No, this is serious, though, because there is a peacock that has found its way near my parents' house. Of course it did, because they can go wherever they want. They own this world. And how did it and get the there? Zoo. Did it escape the zoo? Did they pull a Madagascar? Or it doesn't need to escape. It could do whatever it wants. This is true. If it were to leave the zoo, no repercussions. I just want to know, what are they up to? They're up to trouble because one did corner me and try to charge at me once. <laughs> I swear. Well, this problem, did you write this story in? I didn't. Um, I did not you grow up with have. the trauma of of a peacock farm that I didn't know existed lingering at the end of my street. Um, But if I did, I I just don't know. I just want you to be aware of that. Oh, let's, let's learn some facts that scare the shit out of us. Peacocks eat. Isn't you think, of course, Mm -hmm. fruit, berries, grains, of course, small mammals. Good. Reptiles. Good. Snakes and insects. I'm just not okay with like how I don't, casually small mammals is in there. <laughs> like that's a squirrel. That is a squirrel. That is a mouse. I'm. I don't like that. And honestly, I don't want to look at this thing right now. It's looking me in the eyes. I'm the peacock. Google. Yeah, I'm I don't Google. know. Birds just freak me out in general because, I mean, I would be more scared of the peacocks than the dog. The oh, dog, for sure. you can reason with. The dog, you know, has a conscience. The bird, no conscious, no, no conscious, no life. It's like when your friends are blackout and there's like <laughs> no lights on, no one's home. That's what a peacock is like. I because they have no chill argue. and no rules either. And your blackout friends, no, no chill, chill, no, no rules. rules. Yeah, I can't argue with that reasoning. Mm-hmm. I personally have never encountered a peacock, but I've seen enough videos of mm. emus specifically to know. Yeah, to. You're well-versed in this. If you fuck around, you will find out. Yeah, no. And I'm not interested in that. And I'm glad you made it home safely. A true miracle. Truly. Because it could have been bad. I'm just telling you straight. (laughs) It could have been bad. Oh, gosh. Well, I feel like that was a good way to end this final episode of the season. Recapping the shittiest things that happened and arguably some of the most shady stories written in. Keep mm-hmm. writing them in. We will be back next season. We'll be reading all the shady stories. We will have all our own, again, shady stories to share. And we will see you guys in the next season. Bye, everyone. Bye.